And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I am the host and author of the piece you're going to hear today, The Grey Knight. Hi. Uh, missed you guys. Last uh, update was recorded before I came back from my birthday month off. Feeling very well rested. Feeling uh, very excited to be back and digging into things. And just getting back to my normal... Uh, or, or I guess not so normal routine. Ha 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 ha. Hope you're well. Hope everything's good on your side. Uh, you guys send me questions and you 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 prod and you know that I'm kind of a private person. I keep to myself and I I'm pretty quiet or at least I try to be. Uh, I I'm either sucking up too much oxygen in the room or too little. That's how I feel about myself at least. And uh, I I quite. I quite like being silent, and I quite like being alone, but I have to admit lately I've been a little bit itching for company, and so it's been nice to try and get back into work and trying to get back into a rhythm and just try and slowly but surely get back into the world. Uh, I I record this. I was going to say I write this. (laughs) Uh, I record this to you in pretty good uh, shape and spirits. I've actually been doing a lot of just walking uh, now that the, the heat is not so excruciating and it's not so constant, uh, it'll still occasionally hit 90 or above, you know, 95 or so. Uh, but as opposed to earlier uh, this year, where it would hit 90 and then 95 or 100 and just stay there. It would just stay there for 10, 12, 14 hours. Ah, uh, and I've discovered that that, unfortunately, is what I cannot deal with. Because it can hit 90 or 95, and I don't even want to turn on the AC. It's true. A couple of hours of it being hot just makes it so much nicer for me when I open up the window at the end of the day, you know? Like when I turn on the fan or something. Because I, I will sit there in 90-degree heat going, why am I getting irritated? And be like, oh, yeah, I should probably turn on the fan. I'm one of those. I'm not playing it up. I am the absent-minded uh, sort. I, I, I really am. I do forget things constantly. I <laughs> forget important things constantly. For, for instance, I, I think I've, ad- I've adapted to intermittent fasting so much because it just suits my need of, well, I don't want to eat. I don't want to have to figure that shit out. I, I knew somebody who was like a human vole and she had to like, she timed herself. Literally, she had an old school like watch before she had a phone that did it. And beep, beep, it's time to eat. <laughs> Total opposite. I'll just be sitting there going, I'm starving. I will eat in an hour. And uh, that's, that's just how I operate and how I work. And so I, I think I've adjusted to intermittent fasting just because it's less things to do in the day. You have no idea how much I love not doing something. Do I have time to make my bed every day? Yes. Do I? No. Maybe once a week. Maybe. There's no one coming over. If someone's coming over, maybe. It's my fucking bed. Me and the cat. We both like it this way. And I have to tell you, if you have a cat that likes to sleep under the covers, making the bed is just asking for disappointment anyway. I don't know if you know this, but it's true. So, like, there's nothing I enjoy more than not doing something. And so not cooking, not eating, and not doing dishes, <laughs> which is what intermittent fasting leads to, is fantastic. You have to eat the same amount of calories, obviously. You have to eat the same amount of nutrition. You have to get the same amount of food down the old pie hole. But 
because you've cut out all those other steps. Woo! And then you just get to sit around and be miserable and hate everything. And uh, that's so much better use of your time if you're me. So uh, with everything cooling down and me trying to, to, to get back to things, I've uh, been doing a lot of walking. I feel really, really good about it. And I go on just these little... These little walks, just two, three, four miles, and I just motor, and I don't have any kind of trouble with anything anymore. I come back, and nothing's sore. I'm not hot. I'm not in any way uncomfortable, and it just feels fantastic. And every every time that I I do a session on the bike, or I I go out and I walk around, and I come back, and I feel as good as I do these days. I just try and remind myself that there's a long future ahead. And things are really very, very disappointing for me right now. I mean, I'm just being honest with you guys. I don't much feel like interacting with society. I'm kind of forcing myself to. When I when I look around at when I look around at the state of things and how miserable people are, and for what good reasons I think they are, I don't have a lot of good or nice things to say, and I think people are already anxious and afraid and irritated enough. So I just, you know, I just kind of want to zip it and stay uh, on my own track. I know it's a strange track for a lot of people. I know a lot of people just want more now. But let me tell you, sitting, being quiet, healing up, reading, listening to my own inner voice and and following my own day-to-day whims. I think it's just been wonderful for me. I think it's made me a better person. I think it makes me a better person. Uh, I long ago said I had to get to about 60 minutes of exercise a day, and then everybody kind of liked me a whole lot more. And that's still true. Uh, I, I think it's closer to like 30 to 40 minutes of cardio these days. And then everybody is a lot more okay with me. Um, and I, I'm all right with that. Uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're malcontent with the way things are and the way things are going, which is what I very much have been my entire life, then you're, you're not always trying to make the most friends or to be the most congenial. You, you have beliefs and convictions and etc. But I, I legitimately look at my beliefs and convictions and I, I don't think they're worth anything in this world anymore. <laughs> That's the truth. And yeah, that can lead to a depressive spiral or two, but it's also been very freeing accepting it. Uh, this month off has been very good for me. I think you can tell. I think you can hear it in my voice. Uh, I think you can I think you can feel it. My birthday month off and getting back to things has really, really made me appreciate what I have and what I could have and what I should work towards. Uh, so that's that's that. Uh, for the first time in my adult life, I think I'm back on a budget. And I think I want to be for future goals, which is very exciting. Uh, The budget part obviously is not, but the future goals part is. And just real boringly, I live in an area where pre-COVID, there was a real concern about, well, we have more houses than we're going to have people. 
Uh, and that was just a fact of life demographically. That was just something that people had been talking about. It was a problem that was going to be 10 years away before COVID. And so people talked about it, but people were like, nah, fuck it. Everything works out. Nothing ever bad happens. And just, you know, that was something I was aware of in the back of my head. As I was living in, an, in a society that was going to have less people and more houses. And so what COVID did, obviously, is it, you know, sent people all across uh, the land in the U.S. and other countries for cheaper uh, places to live because you could work from home and yada, 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 and all the other reasons. So that happened, and that staunched the bleeding for a bit. But now the reversal trend has started to come in this year. And I have to say, unless I miss my mark, and I really don't think that I am, uh, between the amount of people that are mysteriously dying in 2022 and 2023 compared to 2019. Nobody knows what all of these hundreds of thousands of Americans are dying of. Nobody knows what all these millions of people every year are dying of. It's a huge mystery, and we don't have to get into any kind of fight about it, just as long as we can all accept the basic fact that hundreds of thousands of more Americans are dying in 2022 than 2019. That's it. Hundreds of thousands, at least three to four hundred thousand additional more. Ugh. Yeah, I had a lot of depressive episodes over this in 2021. Can you imagine why? But anyway, doesn't matter why. Don't worry about it. Just so long as we can acknowledge that there's something called excess mortality. There's a number in the U.S. It was right about 2.9 million. And above that is a lot of people, a lot of deaths. It's like, huh. Where'd those come from? So as long as those keep happening, uh, and, they, and, and they are. <laughs> hate to break it to you, spoiler alert, that's not changing. Uh, a, funny, a funny thing's going on where even if you replace the same number of people in a society with babies, say you have, you know, a thousand people dying a month, right? A thousand people in your society are dying a month. And a thousand babies are being born every month, okay? Well, until you get to the point that those thousand babies are 18 through 22, yeah? They're babies. They're dependents. They're children. And generally speaking, although how vociferous people get with me when they argue about COVID, I wouldn't be surprised if this was true. Generally speaking, you don't send children to live off in a house by themselves, eh? Generally speaking, you don't send a little six to eight-year-old off to a house and say, good luck, with no adult supervision, right? I think that's generally the way it goes. And so, even if you had a society where your birth rate is equal to or even greater than your death rate, you're losing adults and you're gaining babies. And for at least some time there, that means that there's going to be a bit of a discrepancy between all the things and services adults use and all the things that babies do. I know, I know. Isn't this fun for a sexy podcast? But you guys seem to ask about me. You can always skip ahead. Allie puts the time in the notes and everything. <clears throat> so this is something I've seriously been thinking about, seriously thought about during the month of August. Uh, you know, did some math on, did some research on. And 
It's very funny because at the beginning of this year, in, in uh, March and April, in my all real estate is local, I looked around and there were less houses, there were less apartments, there were less residences, residences on, the, uh, uh, on the market than ever before. Multiple articles stating it and showing the nice little bar graphs. Never before in my area have there been so few houses for sale earlier this year. Well, funny thing is, at this point, same bar graphs, same organizations, uh, we're basically at our highest point ever at this point in the year. In, and, and we're talking about July numbers and August numbers to a lesser effect, because it takes a while for the numbers to come in. And so in just a little six-month or so period, we've, wa- we've gone from the least amount ever on record to just under, and I mean just under, the highest amount ever. Now, that's a pretty rapid shift. And I think as long as the, let's just be nice and use the word demographics keep going that way, uh, I think that's going to continue on. And so a big part of my depression and everything is I don't really know what my future's for. I don't really know what to do. I kind of feel like if I've been alone this long in my life, that that's probably how I should end it. A long, long time from now. But, like, the idea of dying alone not only lost all kind of stigma to me a decade ago, like, I've been very comfortable with it. And not only that, I've discovered just how little other people think of, like, they're so scared of dying alone or whatever that means to them that they'll be all like, what if you fall down? What if I fall down? I have, and I broke my leg. You have cell phones and shit. What are you What are you talking about? There's never been a better time in human history to fall the fuck down. What do you mean, what if I... What if you fall down? You sure your spouse isn't going to be so tired of you they don't just stand on your neck after you're down there? What are you talking about? Have you never met a married couple? I am so much more suspicious of a woman killing me than just about any accident of fate. Do you know how irritating I can be to someone who loves me? Now imagine stuck with me. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, as, as somebody who's been very comfortable with the idea of maybe I'm just going to age through life and be a weirdo and, and uh, stay alone my whole life, uh... I, I, I gotta say, a future in which I'm writing, recording, making things, growing food in a back garden, uh, cooking, uh, just pursuing whatever I want to, watching movies, playing games, reading. If that's all that I get from the rest of this life, right? If that's all that I'm promised any day for the rest of of my life, however many years, and I mean, I hope for many, many. I'm eating oatmeal every fucking morning, right? That's a pretty good life, is it not? And then on top of that, I already get more. I already get praise and thanks and invitations, and I could have so much more than that. If I felt comfortable in my little hovel, because I don't imagine myself in any kind of mansion, I assure you, A little hovel with a big dirt lot, that sounds pretty nice, you know? 
If I got comfortable in my little hovel, I could even invite a pretty lady in, and she could spend some time with me if she wanted to, and I could make her food. Right? Don't have to think about that today. That's a long-term, far-away goal. I'm loving Murderbird. I'm sorry it's taking so long. I realize now I've been talking about it for far too long. Uh, I'm the opposite of a Sanderson, and I apologize for that. I've, I've made fun of George R. R. Martin, and I am become him. So uh, the, the irony is not lost on me. But however much I love it and however much I promise you, you will get to read it if you really want to. Sorry it's taken so long. I, it's just going to be another book. Right? Like, it's not going to be some major success. I'm never going to have major success with screenwriting, I don't think. Like, nobody does, mathematically speaking. I never really did. But I want to tinker away at it, and it makes me happy. It brings me joy. For a lot of people, making something I know is a means to an end, and then you get to show it off, and you get that praise, and you get that hit. But I can't tell you sincerely enough that I don't get that same heady rush from approval, from my peers clapping. A long time ago, an author was introduced after they had... They're an author, right? So they had already published something. An author was introduced to a convention of people that wanted to see the author. They were having a great time. They were backstage. They were listening for the name. And then the speaker calling them out said... And the, I believe it was something to the effect of, and the world's great next author. And from the moment the author walked on stage until the moment they walked off stage, they couldn't stop thinking about those words, and they never published again. <laughs> now, this is a cautionary tale because that's not how it typically works. But since we now live in a world where J.K. Rowling can apparently write a thousand-page Twitter thread and call it a book, the opposite kind of person exists. And it's just somebody who spent the last month really, really thinking about what's important. What do I want? What's next? I realize I don't really know what my next act is. I'm not really sure. I will, and I want to, and I enjoy the podcast and the praise, and I want to devote myself more towards it. And this is my promise that you're, that you're getting it. By the time you hear this... Uh, I'll already be pretty well ahead in recording for podcast episodes. Uh, Nothing's getting in the way of that one now. This is the good recording season. These next six months, these are are when it's real easy to record for me at night uh, in the morning. And uh, I've made excuses and whatnot in the past. But in this house, in the next six months, it really should be a very productive period for me. And if not, then you get to chide me. Uh... But just, that's six months. And how many erotic stories do you want to hear from one? I mean, I know there's people out there who have literally written hundreds of books. And I would love to be one of them for you. But I get that that's not what everybody wants. So, yeah, I, I, my plan is, in the near-term, fu- near-term future, I'm going to get on a budget. I'm going to save up some money. I've almost got my car paid off, so that's first. First, I'm going to take all the money that I was spending sloshing around, and I'm going to spend that on the car and pay that off. I have very little debt. After that, I have a little debt besides. I'm going to pay that off as well. Uh, And I'm going to be on my budget, and I'm going to save up. 
and unless I miss my mark, and I'm telling you, I'm not. Like, this is a... This is a bet-your-life level of confidence in the same way that I was screaming about COVID before anybody else in your life, respectfully, uh, and after. <laughs> uh, this is me saying that real estate, not just locally, but certainly locally, because that's what I've looked at the most, uh, is going to take a direction that nobody really expected. And... The best way that you can tell that this is actually going to happen, as far as I can tell, besides people who are deeply vested saying there's no way that could ever happen and you're an idiot if you think that it could, uh, besides besides that very good tell, uh, that's a very good tell because if people who are invested are confident, they smile, they laugh, they nod, uh-huh, okay, because why, why else wouldn't they? Uh, but but besides that, <laughs> besides besides the people holding the hands look to be quite uh, quite sweaty and shaky, uh, which is always a very good sign. The other reason why I'm so fucking confident on this one is because once again, once you do the demographic calculations, there's there's less people, there's less adults, and not by a little bit. And those are just the ones that are alive. We're not even getting into the sickness at this point. Something that I don't think people emotionally or intellectually really can or want to process. Did you know that two-thirds of people who are stricken with a, with a serious cancer, uh, like a heavy cancer, we're talking uh, stage two and three and up of the more significant fate. We're not talking like testicular cancer in dudes, you know, where there's a much higher chance that you die with it than from it. If you didn't know, there's there's a reason why anytime a male, uh, anytime a guy shows up, you're like, why is there women breast cancer month? Why not male bull month? Where's bull sack month? Like any time a dude does that, you just you just whip out the fucking testicular cancel mortality rates. Uh, and let me tell you, it's pretty fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, with breast cancer, we'll kill a bitch. Just drop her. And you know it's true. And for any of you ladies out there who are a little concerned about being tested once a month on your breast for the lump, just come here, I'll do it for you. No problem. Free of service. Let me at him. I'm here to help you. <laughs> you can tell I spend some time off and I'm feeling pretty good, huh? Uh, so, just, I'm, I'm betting my life on it. And I'm going to have to grow up, make a budget, take the money that I was spending on beer and weed, and just for a little bit, now that I don't need it, now that my mind can kind of sort of work, now that my body kind of sort of works, now that my stomach kind of sort of works, now that every part of me, more or less, is working, and I don't need to take hundreds of dollars of medications to get through the month and then get intoxicated on top, right? Now that I don't get depressed and need to order in or a pizza or anything like that, now that I've achieved this level of strength, I have to do something with it. Uh, I don't want to. 
into a small ball and be high all the time while the world gets uglier and hotter. But that actually is not bringing me a lot of satisfaction anymore, roly-pulling my way through existence. So I'm going to use the budget, going to use my, my syntax and uh, S-I-N space T-A-X, my, my syntax money, and uh, just pay off my car, pay off a little bit of debt, start really saving down for the real estate, not crash. It's not going to be like 2008, right? Vested money groups keep saying crash, like it's going to happen overnight like it did. That's not going to happen. That's a very specific thing that happened in 2008. Uh, 2007, 2008. No, 2008. Uh, it's a very specific thing, the global financial crisis, and why everything went overnight. No, no, no. This is this is different. This is uh, this is bleeding everything out, just bit by bit. And this is a slow change. Uh, and so the fact when you talk about this slow change happening, and people immediately go, "What do you think is going to be another crash? Do you think it's been 2008? No." No, and that's why I'm sure that it's happening, because it's happening, and people just keep screaming, well, it's not 2008. I'm not saying it is. <laughs> I'm saying uh, th there's, a, there's a rupture in the fuel tank of the plane we're on, so we're going to have to land early, is what I'm saying. And I feel like that's the most basic way to state what's happening. We thought we were going to have more gas for this vehicle. But it turns out it's been siphoning out, slowly dripping away, not all at once. And because, uh, you know, of this puncture, because of this drizzle that's happened, we're going to have to land early. And I feel like that's just a very easy analogy. And if we're going to take this analogy and make it about real estate, people immediately scream, What, do you think the plane's going to crash? You think we're going to go John Denver? We're not going to go John Denver. I'm not saying that at all. No, I'm not saying we're going to crash into a mountain or at all. I'm saying there's not enough fuel. It's, it's, it's a formula. There's not enough fuel to get this vehicle that gets X miles per gallon the number of miles it's going to go because there's less gas than we thought. It's a combustion engine. There's less gas. And just that basic. It's just that basic to me. And the best part, if I'm wrong, I'll have learned... To as an adult not spend so much money on weed and booze, have some extra budgeting prowess, have the extra money so that I could spend it on weed and booze to get over all of the pain that I am goddamn feeling <laughs> from being wrong yet again. <laughs> That's a pretty good plan, is it not? Yeah? I sure hope so. There was a time in this project where I would introduce every piece because I knew the next piece up, but if you like what I'm doing right now or you like how I'm sounding, the way that we're doing it just right now is a little experiment to see if this is the magic formula that actually gets something out every week. I'm writing, I'm recording, and I'm doing things ahead of time, and then I'm giving them to you so I don't feel the anxiety or stress. I hope you like it. This is me coming back from a really wonderful birthday month off. Thank you for all the well wishes. Thank you for all the support. And I hope this is a good update. I hope you can hear it. 
You can hear my voice. I'm trying to take care of myself. Uh, I'm really trying to look forward. And I've got a short-term plan. I've got a real plan for what I want from fall and winter. Give me those ideas and send them in. Send me your love and support. Send me any little message or DM you want. I really do want to hear from you as I try and climb out of the self-imposed exile. And with that, here, I hope you enjoy this next piece. I want you to give me everything. You hear me? I want you to give me it all. I need your attention. I need it now. Are you going to give it to me? Are you going to give me everything that I ask for? Or are you just going to sit there wanting? No. No, you're going to give it to me all, aren't you? All your attention. Well, there it is. I want to tear you the fuck apart. You hear me? I want to rip you up. I can't do it in person right now, but trust me, I am pacing the halls. I want you so goddamn bad I can't even tell you all the words I have, and they just won't do. No. No, I want you, and I can't have you, so you're gonna fuck yourself for me. You hear me? You're gonna fuck yourself for me real goddamn good. We're gonna start with your hands, and we're gonna start with them on your neck. Don't take them away. You're not going to be able to choke yourself, not like I could choke you, not like I could squeeze you with just one hand. But you can move them up and down. You can slide them around right under the bridge of your ear and as it connects to your lobe. Such a wonderful, sensitive spot. I want to bring it all down. All of that feeling right down into your neck, into your shoulders. I want you to feel that blood pumping. You hear me? I want you to feel that blood seeping beneath your skin, boiling and making its way down to your heart. That's how I'll know you really, really want to play. I can't touch you now, not the way that I want to. No, I have to play with you from a distance. But you, you need to get hot for me. The next time I have you, the next time we're alone together, I'm going to run my hands up and down your entire goddamn body. So show me what I'm missing. Make me want it from here. Show me that you're going to give me every goddamn part of you. Because that's what I really need, isn't it? That's what you really want to give me, isn't it? Your moans, your gasps, 
your air collapsing as you try and breathe in quick enough to keep up with your heart. That's what you want me to do to you, isn't it? And that is what I want to do to you. Show me I have that goddamn power. Show me I have it still. Take your hands down your neck. You always ignore your breasts. I would play with them until they fucking fell off. You hear me? I would grab your tits and roll them around in my big, strong hands, squeeze them, move my thumb over the side of that skin, all around the nipple before pinching them both at once and tugging, tweaking in different directions, holding it there, holding it there, and only then releasing, you poor thing. Those nipples would be so goddamn sore from me. Mmm. From the tweaking, from the pushing, from the pulling, and then from the sucking. But you cannot give them that relief, not easily, not fully, not like I could. And I just know that sucking those goddamn tits after putting you in agony would make you feel so good. It would be the relief, the balm that you needed on that fiery ache. Do I make any other part of you fiery? Do I give you anything else to scream about? I know I do. <laughs> I know I goddamn do. And let me tell you, it drives me insane. That pussy. You have no idea how much I miss that pussy. I want it. I need it. I have to fucking have it. And only you can do the job for me. Are you going to? Are you going to show me how much I need that pussy? Are you going to show me how fucking fun it is? Are you? Are you? Are you going to give me everything? That little toy of yours isn't going to do it, not without me, is it? Are you wet? Are you wet? Are you fucking wet? I'm asking you a question. Why aren't you answering me? Why aren't you nodding? Are you fucking wet? Are you wet for me or not? Are you wet for me or not? God damn it, yes. Yes? Are you going to give it to me? Are you going to give me everything? Get that toy. Get that toy. Uh-uh. I didn't say put it in. Mm-mm. Slide it past your lips. Get it right up to your lips and get it right up to your lips right fucking now. Come on. Shove it in your mouth. Show me. All of you is for my use, is it not? Is it not? Answer me. Is every part of you for my use or not? God damn it. Nobody told you you could look me in the eyes. Look at the goddamn ground while you suck on that thing. Mm-mm. Nobody told you to make eye contact while pleasing me while obeying me. You think I need that? I don't need that. I don't want that. I want you in your place. Suck that fucking toy, goddammit. Don't make me ask again. I will lose my mind. Come on. Suck it. Suck it. Take it into your fucking mouth. Show me what you can do with it. Show me what you can do with it. Yes. Come on. Come on. Mm -mm. Pull it out, pull it out, pull it out right now. Spread those fucking legs. Show me how wet you are. Open that pussy up with your fingers and show me how wet you are.
How are you not wet enough after everything I've given you, after all the attention? How are you not fucking wet enough for me? Say I'm sorry, Daddy. Say I'm sorry, Daddy. Fucking mean it. Why are you so fucking dry? God damn it. Spread those legs all the way open. You can't be embarrassed that I'm staring right into your hole. That's my hole. I'm the one who controls it. It's for fucking me. Literally. And you do not get to hide what is mine from me. I want that hole. I get that hole. That is all there is to it. And I said, my hole, your pussy, needs to be wet. Is it going to be? Is it going to be? Come on. Uh Uh-uh. You have that toy in your hand. Shove it right back in your mouth. Bring that dominant hand down and rub that fucking clit for me. Show me how swollen it is. I said, show me. I said, show me. I want to hear the moans of your lips around that goddamn toy. You hear me? Mm Mm-mm. Give it to me. Show me. Show me as you suck. Show me as you press that little fucking slick love button. Now. Now. Yes. Aren't you feeling it? I don't want you to come. I don't want you or need you to come. I need your body all pent up. I need it gasping, dying, ready. That's what I fucking want. That's what I fucking need. Are you going to give it to me? Are you going to show me? Am I everything you ever asked for? Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. Get that fucking toy in there. Get that fucking toy in there right fucking now. Get that fucking toy in there right fucking now. God damn you. Push it between those lips. Get it in there. Get it in there. I'm not fucking asking you. I'm not asking you goddamn shit. I'm telling you to fuck yourself. Take that toy and use it like my goddamn ego and get it in. You think you're growling now? You think you're moaning now? You don't know shit, little girl. You have no idea what I'm going to do to you next time I get you. I'm going to grab your ass so hard your asshole hurts for goddamn days. I'm going to grab your cheeks so hard and squeeze them. I'm going to leave goddamn bruises all over you, and you're going to beg me for more. You ever curled up next to a man who's beaten the goddamn shit out of you? Who's bruised you? Who's broken you? Who's made you feel like this? You will. You'll do it for me, and you'll do it for me the exact same way you're fucking yourself, because you love it, because you love it, because you need it, because it feels so fucking good inside that tight hole, because I'm the one who makes it wet enough, because I'm the one who turns you on, because I'm the one you can't get out of your goddamn head. You must obey your daddy. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Say yes, sir. Say yes, sir. God damn it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Don't you stop. Don't you stop. Fuck that hole for me. Fuck it now. 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 Don't you stop. Don't you stop. Don't you stop. Go. 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 Tighten around it. Tighten around it. Keep fucking going. Mm, If I was there right now, I'd make you fuck yourself right in front of me. The sweat. The cum. I don't even care if you have tears. All of it would just be lubrication for me later. Can you hear how hard my fucking cock is just thinking about this? Can you hear how much I want to drive into you just talking like this? You drive me insane.
And the only thing I can do is yell at you from this distance, is command you from here. That's exactly what I'm going to fucking do. You hear me? I'm going to fucking make it happen. I said now. I said fuck yourself now. I said fuck yourself now. I didn't say anything about coming. I didn't say anything about release. I didn't say anything about you could orgasm. I said fuck yourself now. Now keep going. A deep A deep a deep 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 come on show me show me as hard and fast as you can take it don't release don't release now you can now you can you can go ahead and fucking come for me yes you can 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 don't you stop don't you stop Come, 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 right there, right there, right there. Yes, you can, yes, you can, yes, you can. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, let it all out, let it all out. That's what you're for, isn't it? That is what you're for, isn't it? Huh? You exist to feel good. To be used. That whole of yours, whether it's you and your decision or me and mine, which do you want? Hmm? You give it over to me because you know I can use you properly. I can use you the exact way you're meant to be. Your whole body. I can make you feel stiff and small and then so fluid and light and hot. I can do it to you all, but you have to let me in. You have to give me control and you have to give me permission from this distance. Oh, it would be very easy to grab you by the neck, by the hair, push you down and take what I wanted from you in person. But at this distance, you are going to have to be gentle. You're going to have to trust me. And then you're going to have to be very, very hard on yourself. Because I would be. Because I would not take it easy on you. Just like now. And that sore little pussy of yours... Keep going. Uh Uh-uh, we left the toy in. And now you have to start fucking yourself again. Only this time it's going to ache. And this time, I want it slow. Still domination. I'm still telling you exactly what you're going to do and why you're doing it and why it's for me. You hear? You hear? You understand? Good. Because you need to give me everything. All of it. Every part of your body and mind. I can take it from you. In person, I can bind your wrists, I can blindfold you, and I can take it all from you. I can do it in a very unpleasant way. What's that, you might imagine? Letting you lay there. Sensory deprivation. It's amazing what the mind will do to itself, and then by the time I touch you, you'll jump out of your skin. 
but that's not what I want to do. No, I want to fuck you. No. No, I want to fuck you. I want to use you as a vehicle to get out all my aggression, all my insecurity, all my frustrations and doubts. I want to use your body like a treadmill, an exercise bike, some machine meant for my exercise, and exercise you would be. You'd get the demon right out of me, if just for a little bit. I love fucking a woman slowly. I do. I love missionary, and I love it slow. My big hands pushing the woman down. My big, strong thighs keeping her legs open. And every thrust is exactly the direction, the angle that I want. And even if you thought you could give me quite the ride of my life from beneath. <laughs> I think I'm strong enough. I think I'm dominant enough that I could put you in your place. At least I believe. At least I think so. And from there, no big deal. You hear me? Nothing at all. No real concern whatsoever, just me fucking you, taking you until I'm ready to give you my orgasm. That's not how you're used to it, but that's exactly what I'm imagining right now. Taking your heaving, frantically tossed around body after it's been fucked, after it's been strained, after you've been up on your tippy toes with your palms touching the goddamn ceiling. Then, then, then I want to fuck you in missionary just like you're doing now. Solid in, solid out. Solid in, solid out. Solid in, solid out. Solid in, solid out. Uh-huh. Like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. Keep it going at that perfect, solid pace. Show me. Show me the exact right way to tender fuck you when I'm controlling you, when I've got you pinned beneath me. When my eyes are on you intensely until you feel so good, I have to close them. I have to close them and just feel you. Isn't that what you want? Mm. Isn't that domination a real kind? Your body beneath mine, obeying my thrusts after doing everything I asked for? Isn't that perfect. Just for you. You don't have to tell anybody how boring missionary is. Mm. How pathetic domination if it's just having sex. Hmm? They won't know what I do to your pussy. 
They won't know what I do to you at all. How I demand. <laughs> How I increase those demands. Mm, how there's no right answer, and I put you exactly where I want you, and then take it away. No, they won't know, and they won't care. No, this is just for you and me, because that's what it is to me. You think I would dominate two women in the room at the same time like this? No. You think this is who I would be in any other circumstance? No. It's only when I have you naked, us naked, you ready, me primed. When I want to dominate you, it is intimate. And the fact that I cannot do it from here the way that I really want to today, the way I really hope this message finds you, it makes me ache in and out. Slow. Show me the right way to fuck you. Build it up. Don't go fast. Go tight. I know you can come from this. This steady push. Do you need that thumb to come up on your clit? It's all right if you do. That's a very easy thing to do in missionary. Bring a hand down and start rubbing. Mmm. That's what I want to feel. I want you to make that pussy quiver all around that toy. Nice and smooth, fully solid. Go. Easy. Full. Rub that clit if you need it. When you need it, show me. Show me how to take you. Show me how to have you. You will be beneath me. You will feel my heat. My weight. Smell my incredibly earthly musk, and you will be intoxicated. Now show me how to get you the whole way there. Show me how to get you all the way to the place you've always needed to be, even if you've been in the same bed for years and years. Show me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck that pussy. Show me. Fuck you for me. Show me. Come on. Come on, baby. Show me the way that you come. You look so good when you come. You sound so good when you come, and you know you taste so good when you come. Won't you give it to me? Won't you give it to me? Won't you let it move out of you? I want to see my lips tremble. I want to see them get darker than night. I want to see your entire body stiff as a board right before you give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Come on, show me. You're right there. You are my beautiful, beautiful, sweet little pet, and you're right there. Say yes, sir. Say yes, sir. Move it in and out. Say yes, sir. Move it in and out. Come on. Come on. Come on. I know you're there. Right on the edge. Give it to me. I am your daddy. You must. You must. You must. I demanded I would fuck you and play with that sweet little clit until you were positively leaking from every fucking part of you that's good. You hear me? 
You hear me? I'm talking tears. I'm talking cum. Hell, I'm even talking snot. You're crying so happily. Give it to me right now. There. There. Who is my sweet, sweet creature? Right there. Good. 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 Lie there. Take a breath. Easy. Feel it. Daddy is very, very proud of you. Uh-huh. He knows it's not easy doing what you just did, especially giving everything up. In a way, it's so much easier to be dominated in person feeling a hot pair of eyes on you. But where you are, as you are, right now, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You are delicious. Mm-hmm. You are. Daddy thinks you're absolutely delectable. Your whole body, the way you're lying out, the way that you fucked that pussy for me. You are such a good girl. You hear me? You are. I think you're such a good girl, and I know it's difficult giving up every part of yourself like that, but you do it, and you do it for me, and you do it so well. Ooh, if you were here right now, Daddy would give you such reward kisses. He'd kiss you up and down and tell you that you're a very, very, very good girl. Mm-hmm. And he'd curl in with you. Uh-huh. And he'd wrap his arms around you. And you could turn into a spoon if you wanted. Or you could lie flat. Or you could even be the jetpack if you wanted to. Because you have earned it. And we would hold each other. And we would feel real close to each other. And then, before you know it, Daddy would start kissing you. And you knew. And you'd know that it wasn't going to just stay like that. No, Daddy's going to need quite a bit more from you. Now send Daddy a DM saying thank you. <laughs>